everybody, it's me, Roscoe, and welcome to another Kings of Anglia fan social, the show where the Co-Army share their thoughts on all things town. And today, I'm joined by two foreign gentlemen on this lovely leap day. Um, you may be listening to this on a different day, as was recording, live on all platforms. It's January, no, it's February 29th, uh, leap day, day. I'm joined by Liam <laughs> and Matt, aka Bono. My friends, great to be joined by you. Uh, let's go over to Liam, who is making his debut. We're popping his cherry on the Coway Fan Social. How are you, my friend? Great to be here. Yeah, very well. Thank you, Ross. Happy Leap Day. Uh, looking forward to this. Uh, yeah, be be gentle. We will. We will be, my friend. And uh, we are... Uh, I actually mentioned, I think, on the last, maybe last week's podcast, that KOA Fan Social is going to be moving to a Friday night. I uh, didn't realise that I'm going to be travelling to Plymouth on Friday and also Cardiff next week on a Friday. So that's going to have to pause for the time being. But we will be moving to a Friday in the future. But we're back on a Thursday. Thanks for joining us. Bono, come in, my friend. You're, you're a veteran of this podcast. Always good to see you. How's things? Good, mate. Hello, Ross. Hello, Liam. Hello, the three million people that are now tuning in across the globe. Of course, Ipswich Town, global brand, thanks to X, Y, minus, plus, divide, or whatever the order is. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm really, really well. Thank you. Bit of a hectic day, but I'm here. We're, we're, we're live. Don't say the words. That might get us in trouble. But yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Liam, of course, my friend from Bermondsey, we we met and we went to Millwall and that was awesome. But um, yeah, I'm rubbish at these preamble things because I just go off on all sorts of tangents and I'll start talking about orange juice or something soon. So back to you. We had, we had a time in Millwall. It was good. We saw it was some good. Things. Well, yes, <laughs> yes. So, we so, we did. Scenic to the ground. Yeah, yeah. Survived. I found out one of my um one of my colleagues at work lives on the estate that we um walked through. And she was like, You walked through where? And I'm like, Yeah, it's fine. There's no one around. It's like because everybody was lurking in the shadows. But <laughs> there you go. Yeah. There you go. I'm gonna get the chat up, see if anybody's chatting. So I'm not being antisocial when I look at my oh, face. That's okay. Like, it's okay. Yeah, get involved, ladies and gentlemen. As I said, let okay. us know where you're listening from. We've got a few already. Maddie, the diamond reader is joining us. Uh, great to see you, Maddie. Um, of course, her game to Ambassador. Harvey Davis, Sweetbox Prince, is joining us as well. We've got Tom from Spain, España. Viva España. Yeah, viva, whereabouts viva. In Spain? Whereabouts in Spain, Tom? Let us know whereabouts. Uh, hopefully somewhere I can pronounce, although most Spanish places are pretty easy, like Malaga, Madrid, Barcelona. Let us know. Um, oh, so, yeah. I'm getting old in the chat by my brothers, oh. mate. <laughs> Chris! This is unbelievable, Chris. On his debut, on his debut. Um, but now, nah, good, good to have you involved, Chris. Good to have you involved. But um, boys, you mentioned Millwall. And uh, obviously, we had a great game at the Den, a 4-0 win. And I want to start off with us sort of looking back at February as we go into March. And uh, it's been a very good month in terms of results. Uh, a lot of wins. We started the month with a 3-2 defeat at Preston. So not a great start. But um, obviously, that was just one of those games where first half we were rubbish. Second half, Kiefer Moore scored twice and we could have got a point, but we didn't. Uh, then West Brom, 2-2 draw. So not a bad you know, point against them. Uh, definitely when we were, you know, the results, it was just it was a game, wasn't it? Then Millwall, 4-0 win. Then Swansea, what a win at, in South Wales, a 2-1 win. 
Nathan Broadair Cotter Chapman the goals. Then the wild night at Portland Road on Tuesday against Rotherham, a 4-3 win. And of course, last weekend, a good 3-1 win against Birmingham City to round off the month to make it four straight wins, which was fantastic indeed. Um, so Liam, as always on this podcast, I always bring out the one word review. What would you, what's your word to look back at February as a month for town? Solid. It's what I would go for overall. Um, do I give some spiel as to why? Or do we want to just go straight over to Bono and then we can get into who's who? No, expand it. Expand it. I, I feel like obviously, you know, we we didn't, we lost at the start. We drew, we, we've had a bit of a wobble, which wasn't um, all that bad really, you know, it feels very reminiscent of last season. Um, but to end the month with four wins and some of the manner of the wins like the Rotherham one in particular which we you know we tried our best to throw it away but to still come out um with three points there I feel solid is good um that's where we are and we're a bit more back on back on track hopefully yeah definitely um Bono my friend apparently we had the pre or after Christmas blip but um it's been a very good month in February. Obviously, the, the new January signing sort of bedded in as well. Uh, what's your one word? And uh, Charlie Centerfield has said, fantastic. What is your one word? Positive. That's all. I usually need more than one word to describe a kind of scenario or a, or a situation. But yeah, positive. Because yeah, like you said, we, we had that blip after Christmas. We kind of saw a few things and read a few things about how you know our world was falling kind of like tumbling down um but you know let's 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 not panic trust the process which i both love and and hate so i think it can be overused but i think some of the manner of the victories was very very um encouraging um and yeah we had we had players out I think we had some bands as well didn't we and yeah I mean February it was it was good because those January signings were kind of bedded in um obviously big chief for Kiefer kind of came in is and has hit the ground running <clears throat> I don't think we've we've played we've changed our style of play tremendously from what we were before um I know there's a lot of people worried that we kind of lose our our ethos and kind of lump it long but with the players and the team and the system that we play that I just don't think that would work. Um, you know, personally, I've always got, I've always got a few concerns about how we play, but we can obviously skip that until a more pertinent time. So, yeah. I like that. Fantastic, solid and positive. Good words, boys. Um, let's segue though, onto different awards that get chucked out. Um, and Liam, Gold of Month, Plow of the Month. Um, Plow of the Month is the next one. Uh, Amari Hutchinson has won the official uh, club one in terms of you know fans voting. Um, obviously, he's had a fantastic month. Where are you going with it? Are you going to go with Amari as well? I I would say, yeah, I think I think Amari gets it, edges it. But I think we've got Brody and Kiefer Moore as two honourable mentions alongside that. Brody's obviously come back into form. Um He's not really been that off it. I think he's, you can see where he's been overthinking things. He's been in his own head where he, you know, he's, he's when he's playing instinctively and, and naturally he'll shoot, he'll pass, he influences games. And he obviously had a bit of a, bit of a wobble, but he's back to his brilliant best uh, this month. Uh, and Kiefer Moore, obviously, just for, I guess, coming in and 
establishing himself a bit, making the role his own, making the impact, scoring the goals. Um, I think he's he's obviously a different player to George Hurst, but similar um, in that he's allowed us to play in the style that we typically would, usually would, having the big man up top. Really appreciate um, how good George Hurst's touch is with Keith. Obviously, Keith is great, but Hursty just makes the ball stick to him. Um, but yeah, so I think for me, yeah, Mari obviously edges it because he's he's been uh, the the difference really, hasn't he? He's assisted, he's scored goals. Mari Clutchinson is the 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 best phrase I think I've ever heard. If there's a phrase of the month, that's getting it. Yeah. Um, Kieran, I think gets the shout out for that. Um, so yeah, Mari's the 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 boy for me. Yeah, I like that. And there's been five different players now as one player of the month, which is good to see. So it's getting spread out. Uh, so, yeah, of course, Morsey won August. Vaz won back-to-back months in September, October. Then Leaf won it in November. Sam Morsey then won it in December. Then the Fridge coming back into the team, won it in Jan. And then Amari Hutchison in February. Matt, who are you going with? Um, and any other names you want to check out who, who sort of stood out for you? In terms of player of the month, I think I think there's a little bit of recency bias, which is a phrase that I've learned from Stu, the Dr. Watson. What was his boxing name from today? His darts name? Uh, the, doctor, name? the doctor. The doctor. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, I think there's a bit of recency bias with Amari Clutchinson. Again, great, great kind of phraseology with that one. Because um, he's come off the bench a lot, hasn't he? How many games did he start in Feb? I, what did he start one? one? I think he must I have started one, maybe. Let, let, continue talking off on stats. Yeah, I I think in terms of player of the month, we haven't really had that many standout characters, have we? Or or, or players rather, and I think that's kind of a, a sign of how good the the actual team is itself. We're not reliant on on one person. Um, I think we have a, a really really decent spread of ability and kind of contribution to the team whereas potentially last year you know we were, we were having some players that were kind of head and shoulders above you know the rest of the team um but yeah I mean Wes Burns has come back into form hasn't he recently um I wouldn't say he had a wobble but I, I do think some fans where I read opinions cut his hair that's why is it? And I'm going my hair in tribute to Wes Burns, and he goes and gets a dumb and dumber haircut. Wes, no offense, and Wes's dad, if you're watching, sorry, David, I don't know what sorry is in Welsh. I will learn it because obviously I have I've learned about my own Welsh heritage lately. Um, so um, yeah, we've got a good team, haven't we? We don't need a team of superstars. We need to, we just need people that work hard, play well, give it their all, bit of badge kissing, bit of really cool goal celebrations and a bit of humility. That's what I want to see for my Ipswich Town team. But, yeah. I mean, Amari's got it wrapped up for the celebration front. I think, oh, I think you make a, a good point in terms of like minutes played and coming off the bench. And I was reading some things where people were basically saying to that, like, how good is he? You know, there's all the talk about the assists and the goals, but, you know, he's not starting. And I, it made me think it's not really, it's not really how we work as a team, is it? As a squad. It's not about you in the starting 11 or you're not cutting it it's about the impact you make with the minutes you've got and as if obviously I think did he start Millwall I think yeah, he started so Millwall looked at the stats Millwall and Swansea he started so you know two starts in Feb but then he's been off the bench and you know, yeah I guess it's 
making an impact with the, with with the time you've got, and then yeah, incredible backflips. So <laughs> I like this. I like this newfangled thing. I mean, a lot of people kind of somebody remarks, you know, how can somebody as liberal and kind of progressively thinking as you, Matt slash Bono, be so conservative in terms of some of your other views in terms of traditional kit colours, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and, but, but I really like starters and finishers. Um, sorry, starters and finishers. Um, because what, nine, we got a nine man bench. Yeah. Nine and to use five of it. So you got a squad of 20 plus your 21st man brackets 12th man in cricket terminology um and i just think we are so <laughs> we are so fit um q bendy after make a dirty joke we're so fit um that some teams like millwall they were on their they were on their asses for want of a better terminology and they, we literally look not literally because it's not written down we actually look like we can play for um for another 90 minutes i think obviously the only time where that where that doesn't count is rotherham but you know you're not going to be perfect for 46 games and we've had six games this month it's been really really busy and when and when k dog kieran mckenna kmac has kind of spoken about the, sh- the schedules interesting that he that he had a, he had an eight day week didn't he a couple of weeks ago when he was talking at the press conference with Stewie picked up on you're literally traveling to a game playing it getting back doing half a morning session then you're traveling to the other end of the country doing a doing a morning of the game doing that coming back having half a half a day or a day and a half training whatever so yeah I do like it when Kieran talks about like what a full what a full week full week on the training pitch it's not a very good Northern Irish accent. He's not that deep, is he? He's not that Northern Irish. No, like, no. My my neighbours from Northern <laughs> Ireland, they'll, um, yeah, was I tell my yeah. I tell my So, um, yeah. Anyway, I'll stop talking now. I'll let somebody else have a say for once. I like it. I don't mind it. I don't mind it. Um, uh, shout out to Callie, also listening. Uh, progressive. That's what he went for the one word. Uh, and Nicholas Spencer. Hi, Roscoe. Love your game day vlogs. Thank you very much. It's um, I've had Liam and Bono involved in in. in previous episodes and stuff like that so um, yeah if you want to get involved in future game days later gentlemen just hit me up um after the game i'm, I'm normally outside port and road near the, the club shop and then away games i'm outside the ground near the away end as well so yeah big big up for that um andy even chaps good to see you andy crackers cracknell love that love that great to have you yeah. on and we're gonna segue now boys on the goal of the month nathan broadhead has won it for the fans vote uh, he's got against swansea which was a nice little chip um, but your choice, boys. What's your contender? What's your winner? 17 goals to choose. It's a lot, a lot of goals. Uh, Liam, what, what are you going for? I mean, the, yeah, the Broadie chip was lovely. An understated chip, wasn't it? I don't really know how it, how it quite wriggled in. Um, I've got two that I can't really decide on because the Broadie's one in terms of technique and finish was, was, was wonderful. Um, Amari Hutchinson, obviously, in terms of impact and importance for the winner against uh, Rotherham, which is very, you know, very similar to his goal against West Brom, um, just composed and then absolutely rifles it in. So um, I can't decide, to be honest. They're both great. One's technique, one's um, broader importance. So it's a coin toss from those two for me, being the politician sitting on the fence there. That's fine. That's fine. You're allowed that. You're allowed that. I don't mind that. Um, I don't know why. I know it's only a penalty, but I just loved Ali Alhamadi's penalty because of the 
obviously it made it 4-0. Obviously, his first goal for the club in front of the away end. Obviously, he celebrated it like he would, kissing the badge, knee slide and all that stuff, which is great. Um, but yeah, Bono, what's your, what's your choice of goal of the month? So if we look at the top three, it was um, Brody's sublime chip, as Liam said. Deft, wasn't it? It was a deft chip. Um, Chaplin's instinctive finish against Birmingham. Uh, not sure. Um, and Amari's winner um, against Rotherham. I liked, I liked, um, I like Sarmiento's at the weekend. Um, how are you? Where are you at with his name, Ross? Yeah, Jeremy Sarmiento. Boom. Hey, see, see, yeah. it, know, it wasn't even that difficult. I just don't know why. I just make it hard for myself. I think I just it got on my, my head. It just got on my head. And That's everyone it. was just making me, you know, slip up on it. So, but I've got it now, boys. It's all good. That's that's good. That's good. Um, I really liked the play for that. I mean, Axel, I think, putting the best awkward right back. Um, and this is coming from a former awkward right back myself back in the day when I was thin and interesting. He put in the best awkward right back performance I think I've ever seen because he's just like... He's like Forrest Gump. When he starts running, nobody wants to get in his way and he just kind of bundles through and it's like crap he's gonna pass it and there you go it's gone to Clutchmeister Hutchinson and um yeah old Jezza has, has stuck it in but yeah I think I think Broadhead in terms of kind of like just pure I mean one can I can I share one of my pet peeves when you yeah. see like a goal that's not in the Premier League i.e. championship down or if that was Barcelona or if that was Tottenham or Chelsea that would have gone viral by now. Well, no, it wouldn't have done because 10 billion people aren't interested in Ipswich. But it was a bloody good goal. And how many decent goals have we seen in the um, game-changer era of um, Ipswich Town? Shout out Mark Detmer if you're watching. And um, et al. So, yeah, but, yeah, what I, we, we, are, we are spoiled because I show these. So I, I, work with, I work with a guy that um, goes to see Ebb's fleet quite a lot and I work with some Spurs fans, Brighton fans, etc. down in London and I show them our goals and they're like, bloody hell, if your season tickets only 30 quid a month and I'm like, I know, right? <laughs> you can't even buy 20 minutes of football at West Ham for that. But um, yeah, there you go. Loving it. Loving it. The old... Um, so I was just going to say that, I mean, the, the West Burns Chavello against Coventry is obviously going to be, should win the best goal in the world of the season. Ever, the, ever. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Did you see, you know that the whole the whole city, um, the own goal, the, goal. <laughs> the own goal has been like was given as an own goal, and then has since been changed to be Philogene's goal, despite it not being on target. Like, what is what's going on there? I know, like, I, know. Mm, I know. Outraged. I mean, it's a, it's a good goal, and if somebody scored that for the mighty Super Blues, yeah. If somebody scored that for us, you'd be jumping out of your seat saying, what a goal. But Wes Burns is like, you know, the premier elixir of goals. And that was, that was you know, a, a, a decent mid-range champagne level, wasn't it? So, yeah, there you sure go. Was. And you're talking about viral goals. Obviously, Wes Burns' goal did go viral. Um, and obviously, I got talked about it for a very long time. And then it just, it's funny though, people just move on from it very quickly, don't they? Just like, obviously, we're talking about it now, but they just move on. <laughs> from that obviously another goal gets scored and it's like oh what a goal that is that's another goal of the season contender but, but yeah I, just think we, yeah I feel like with Jürgen Klopp talking you know name dropping all the uh, relegated three we get a brief mention about how he's not meant, how he's not seen us it's like surely you've seen that goal come on Jürgen yeah 
and the and the chat and the chat that he did have was heavily edited. So the beat, the brief bit, I it, it Ipswich Town as well. I've I've not seen them, but I I hear they're pretty good. Um, in some that gets edited out. So there's like that. There's there's all of us that do contribute to the um to the cesspit that is Twitter slash X, kind of doing what all the Plymouth fans were doing last season. And go. What about Ipswich? What about you? What about Ipswich? Leeds? Oh, what about Ipswich? And it's like, oh. <laughs> there you go. Protect it. Well, yeah, I, 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 I try not to bite because I'm trying to protect my peace. But Jesus, <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but um, but no, a good month of February, boys. Um, any other business you want to talk about going back to February before we have a nice little break to go on to the strike? Anything else you want to mention from the month? It's, you know, as I said, just uh. A good month after, you know, that Preston defeat, we all thought, oh, we're going to be able to, you know, bounce back from that. And we did, obviously, um, with some really good wins at Portland Road and good away wins. I think the game against Millwall was probably the big statement win, weren't it, in terms of getting a really big win. Got a clean sheet as well. I think that's the only could thing. Have yeah, could have Couldn't been more. Yeah, couldn't it? Could have been more. I think we, we you know, people talk about this, the kind of, oh, we had a bit of a dodgy start. Well, not really. They're the home side. They're going to attack us. Mm. They never. And obviously, mate, your boy from Millwall's gone, and um, Neil Harris, who I see at Liverpool Street on a weekly basis um, on my commute, see him all the time. He, he's he's taken over. But they, yeah, they were never going to. Hello, Dave Bergen. Um, I'm very well. Thanks for asking. How are you? If you can reply, that would be great. Um, what did you ask for us? I've distracted myself, which is like a record. <sighs> Any, any other business from February? And yeah, it could yeah. have been more. Go- yeah, it could have been more. But we're quite humble. We're never gonna. We're never gonna beat anybody more than six nil, are we? I don't think Kieran McKenna's that sort of bloke. He's like, no, come on, let the keep it. Six. That's enough. They're keep already six. Um, yeah. My, my 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 personal record at Millwall: two games, eight goals for, three goals against. So I've seen towns scored four goals on two occasions at the den. Millwall wasn't as edgy as I expected it to be really I was a little bit scared I left all my club colours in my locker at work oh I'm not wearing a scarf oh no and then like walk from Canada water and it's like it's like it's it's no worse than Thetford Um, (laughs) no offence charming town um, so yeah, that's right. They'd all left at halftime anyway. It was it was quiet, wasn't it? Leaving was quiet. So it was it was but, bless um, them. But no, a good month, boys. I think February will look back on gone that a, a good month in terms of points, totals, and stuff like that. And obviously, we're now going into March, which is mad. I think just in in the world in general, we're now into March 2024, which is just March madness. Much, yeah, March madness. Much. Pretty much. Um, well, I'm a little pause here now, boys. Then do a bit of a strike. Of course, is always good to. Uh, see who good with their town knowledge going head to head. It's Liam versus Bono. I think this is probably your first ever strike, Liam. So um, an opportunity for you to potentially get a win maybe on the board. But Bono has has been a veteran of this. He's done it many many times. Let's see how he gets on. I've got five questions plus a tiebreaker. Get involved in the comments. Let us know how you're getting involved. And um, we've got three first questions are on leap year birthdays. So every four years they can celebrate their birthdays. Um, I'm going to start with a man who played one game for town, Mike Pullett. <laughs> Mike Pullett, who um, his one game was against Norwich and it was a 3-1 win. So uh, not a bad way to make your only town appearance to get a win. 
Uh, and now he's currently a goalkeeping coach at which championship side? Was it Blackburn, Preston or Rotherham? Oh, oh I've, boys. I've read this recently, but I can't remember. Um, yeah, I was going to do a squad number, but then I realised the story I put out today, the picture basically visually shows his squad number, which is 40. So I went, well, I don't know, maybe oh, you guys may not read that piece, but just in case, just in case. Um, but yeah, Mike Pullett, current goalkeeping coach, which championship side, Blackburn, Preston or Rotherham, what do you reckon? I'm guessing. Fine. We showing? Yeah. Yeah, let's show. Let's show. Blackburn, PNE. It is Preston North End. So Bono Ooh. gets the first point. Going into question two. Um, and yeah, David and Andy in the comments went Preston as well. So they get the point as well. They um, gave me the answer. I know, I saw that. I was no, like, no, no, I've, I've not looked. I'll, I will close, yeah. close my... <laughs> no, look in the comments during this bit. Uh, but yes, question two is on Darren Ambrose. And uh, how many goals did he score? I've just realised I put the answer in the question, so I'm just going to remove that for a sec. Uh, uh, classic two, Ross. <laughs> yeah, question two is how many goals did Darren Ambrose score during his three separate spells at Portman Road? He played 55 games in total, which doesn't sound much really, with three spells... Fifty-five. Only fifty-five games. He's very short in real life, Darren Ambrose. I accosted yeah. him on the Jubilee line just after lockdown, and I was like, "All right, Darren, I saw Ipswich," and he was like, hey. "Um, so yeah, um, fifty-five games, yeah. fifty-five games from this." Yeah, obviously, he, he made more appearances in his first spell, and then he came on loan briefly, and then he came on a permanent deal under Mick McCarthy. He actually scored one goal. Just going to give that away now against Southampton. Remember when we deft header to um, take us into a replay? Uh, we've got a few answers in the chat. Scored a lovely goal for um, Crystal Palace at Manchester Boy, United, yeah. didn't he? Cracker. Absolute Ooh. cracker. Beauty. Uh, Beauty. Fun, actually, get the answers up, actually. I know. I uh, what, just <laughs> what are you going for? What are you going for? 12. 12. 17. Yeah. So um, David's gone 12 as well in the chat. Steve's gone 11 and Andy has gone 9. And the correct answer, and if you get it bang on, boys, you get double the points. And someone in this room has got a bang on and they do get double the points. And that man is Liam. He's made it 2-1. It is 12 he's goals. Back, baby. And yeah. David as well. David and chat take, went 12. He's, he's taken the lead. It's 2-1. to one. Ooh. Going to question See, three. You celebrate every you, you celebrate other people's achievements as if they were your own. Um getting his head, getting his head. Yeah. Uh, yeah <laughs> question three is on. I was about to say where he's from. I was actually about to say he is a Suffolk striker. But I won't say that because it gives away the answer for this <laughs> question. Uh Nicholas Gudmundsen. Gudmundsen? Yes. Uh was born in which country? Was it Finland, Norway, or Sweden? Uh, was on loan from Blackburn back in the 90s. Scored three goals in 10 games, if you're asking. Um, so not a bad little, little spell. Is he Nick? Is he Nick? Oh, I was going to ask how his first name is spelt, but you've written it. It's right there. Yeah, it's spelt. Oh, I'm changing. changing. No C, just with like, yeah. N-I-K-L-A-S. Yeah, Did anybody... Did anybody see that I was vindicated by our man in Rio, Tim Vickery, last week before we played Swansea? Did anybody see that? 
in my opinion, that's a kind of a big deal. But anyway, that's enough about me. Back to Nicholas Goodmanson. Uh, in the chat, people have gone Finland, Norway and Finland as well. What do you reckon, boys? I went for Norway and then I changed it to Sweden. And you were right to change it to Sweden because it is Sweden. So it is 3-2. Bono also got Sweden there. In the chat, though, boys, you got it wrong. Got it wrong. But um, good effort. Good effort. Good effort. Disappointing. Nah, that's fine. Uh, question four is on a man who celebrated his birthday yesterday, and that is Panuche Kamara, who, um, of course, on loan at Cholton, which uh, recently came back from injury, actually made his first start since October on Tuesday night, which, so, which was good to see for Panuche. And, they had a good um, win, didn't they, Cholton? Yeah, they Darby, Darby. Yeah. yeah, first win since November. So they had a, had a tough tough few months, really. I think it's probably because of Panuche's been away. But um, they, since he's come in, yeah. They're wearing their a lovely black kit with a purple and green sash. It was a kit crime. However, it was a lovely kit. So if you're going to go down for such things, you may as well do it looking good, right? Yeah. It was good. Uh, but going on to Panuche, uh, what squad number did he have last season? I don't think he got one this year. Was it 18, 28 or 32? Yeah, I don't think he got one this year because he um, played in pre-season. And he went out on loan, obviously, to, to Charlton. But, um, yeah, last year... Did we see him at Needham? Was he at Needham against Maidenhead United? Oh, I know you played gonna Phoenix, be a, though. I were you there moment? Did he play at Needham Market? <laughs> I'm going to quickly find it. I know he definitely played, as I said, at Felix, though, because that was when I was, like, saying to Stu after the game, when, yeah, he's going to have a part of the play in this team. He's going to be, like, a thing. And then he got loaned out a few, few months later or a few weeks later. Um, <laughs> so I was like, OK, maybe not. Uh, no, he didn't. He didn't play at Mainhead. Just the, the prospect. One game. Not the profit. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> exactly. He did score, though, against Felix, though. Oh, it's Felix, though. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, squad number, then, boys. What do you reckon? Let's get in the chat. Let's see what they're saying. 32, 32, 28, 28. 32. And the correct oh, yeah. answer is 28, boys. Yeah. There we go. 4-3. Going into the final question. I'm running him close. This is going to be I the can... one. You've got to get bang on, my friend. No, yeah. actually, this you could actually potentially take the lead and actually win it. Because this is if you get a bang on question. And it's on Bam Bam himself, Richard Naylor, who celebrated his birthday yesterday as well. I think he actually celebrated a landmark birthday if I was... No, he didn't. No, 30, Ross. Was it 30? 47. 47. 47 so not a landmark. <laughs> no. I don't know who... I think it was Nicholas. Or no, Mike Puller, I think, was turning 50. I think that was the, the big landmark one. But um, yeah, how many goals did Richard Naylor score for town in 374 games? Obviously, he was defence up front during his town career. But yeah... In a way, Liam, you just got to. Well, if you just get a point, mate, you win. So, but if Wano gets a bang yeah. on, then fair play to the lad. And if mean, Wano chat, gets a bang on, he deserves to win. Like, <laughs> I don't think I've been called a lad for, for a very long time. But I can be. I can be your lad. It's fine. It's cool. It's cool. I know it's an achievement for somebody to be your boy, Ross. My boy. My boy. How is Guion Edwards anyway? Have you heard from him lately? He's a more he's uh let me see if he's playing actually. Let's see if Guion is, is playing. I'm looking forward in five years' time to Ross Meets. Yeah, maybe one day. I definitely would be up for catching up with good old Guion. Um he turned twenty. Yeah, his birthday tomorrow, if by the way. Oh, happy birthday. birthday. There he is. Guion hey. Brian Edwards. Would have been today last year. It would, have been, it would have been that would have been the question for the podcast today. Oh, oh man, is this the first ever leap year day KOA yeah. fan social? Yeah, it is 
first ever league day, you know, strike as well. So breaking news, breaking. breaking I'll see you in four news. years, lads. Yes, yeah. four years. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, AD's gone 32. Steve's got 78. 16 from David. 35 from Andy Crackers Cracknell. So um, Liam, let us know yours. And Bono, we can sort of suspense that as long as possible. What do you reckon though, Liam? 80 for Bam Bam, baby. Okay. Oh, I think I've gone too low. Oh, no, but here we go. 41. 41. Oh my god. What? You are so close. You are so damn close. I, I maybe maybe we should just give it to him, Liam, because it, it's 40. Oh. 40 goals well. in all oh, no. competitions. Hey. No, no, no. Dubious like goals panel, do we? You don't want to get down that route. Um no, because Yeah, exactly, exactly. And do you remember we had a KOA striker a few years ago, Ross? And I one one and then somebody was like actually bono you didn't get that right so you shouldn't have gone through um <laughs> so, yeah. sorry as always it's though, a, it's a four four this is a charlton this is a 97th it's minute oh, yeah, crumbling it's four, four. what are you talking about yeah, it's four, four. so we do have the tiebreaker to find out who wins it obviously it is who gets a bang on um but yeah shout out to andy who was and ad as well they're close-ish with, uh, 32, no, was, uh, maybe I thought you were going to, I thought you were going to give a shout out to Richard Naylor. <laughs> shout out, yeah. shout out to Richard Naylor. Shout out to Bam Bam Richard Naylor. I love that. Where is um, he now? He's a coach Holt at City. Academy, Academy, head of the Academy at Holt City. Oh, that's got to be grim up there. Do you know what I mean? I've been, he's a, he's I've a been... Yorkshireman. He's a Yorkshireman now, isn't he? I think he's yeah, but... from Leeds. Yeah, but Hull is the East Riding. It's kind of technically oh, I, I Lincolnshire. Where I, I doubt he lives in Hull, though, does he? I bet he doesn't live in Hull. You find it? Can you find out and come back to me where he lives? <laughs> yes. I'll find, find out. out. Find, out. I'll, I'll find uh, out. But the final question is on another man who celebrated his birthday yesterday, and that is Aaron Lee Barrett, the goalie. Itch which boy uh, as well, of course. Uh, um, the, uh, I thought he was Welsh. No, I don't think so. Mind you, a lot of the Welsh team aren't Welsh, are they? Yeah. No, no offence, Harvey, um, Welsh Mark, Kieran Newbury, um, Wes Burns' dad, um, Andy Legg, sorry, um, and my Welsh nan, God rest her soul. Um, yeah. Let's bring up the question anyway, and of course, got it bang on. <laughs> it's going to be about Andy Legg, isn't it? No, no, it's about Aaron Lee Barrett. Oh, sorry, yeah, you did say. Yeah. Who's not Welsh? No, he's not, he's not Welsh. He's, he's from Itchwich. Uh, and I think he still lives in Itchwich, actually. Uh, but anyway, um, <laughs> he's, he's a big muscle right now. I think he's really into his, like, muscles. Uh, but yes, let's... Um, if you can also... <laughs> you're, just, like, you're so Alan Partridge tonight. <laughs> I don't know uh, let's bring up the question. Uh, how many clean sheets did Aaron Lee Barrett keep? In None, he was rubbish. Um, <laughs> no, I'm only joking, if Aaron. If that's your answer, then... Um, but yeah, no, course, whoever's it's... closest does win the strike this week. 42 Ooh. games. Oh, um, was he like 2009 era Ipswich? Yes, 2009 to 2013. Um, so under Roy Keane... Um, that's when we, we were looking at that's it Ooh. I think you played more of these games under Paul Jewell yeah 20 games under Paul Jewell I think and then 
He played, yeah, he played, he played a few times under Roy Keane, but mainly, mainly his main season was 2011 12. Um, it's where he made his 18 appearances. And then obviously that season we were, yeah, rubbish. 15th in the championship. But um, yeah, what do you reckon then, boys? 42 games. Let's get in the chat. Let's see what people are saying. Four, five. <laughs> Andy's gone 15, which uh, Steve's gone two. Come on, Andy. Come on, Andy. My name. Did you say 35 to start with? He's gone. <laughs> Oh, no, no, I think, that, I think that's, the, that's yeah, the other yeah. question. That's the other question. That's the other question, I think. Uh, but yeah, what do you reckon then, boys? Of course, whoever gets closest does win, as I say. I think I've under-egged it, but we look to be very... <laughs> Five and six. Um, I'm going to put a line. I'm going to put a line underneath the six like you get on Uno cards. <laughs> nice. I like that. I like that. Uh, and Andy actually went, I meant five. I don't think he meant it to add that one. Uh, and well, someone actually in the chat has got it right. And I'm going to bring up the correct answer. And that correct answer is this from Charlie. It well, is Charlie. 10. He actually got 10. So Bono nice one, Charlie. has one because you were the closest. So um, my friend, you have won on. another strike. Bang on wins. You're changing the rules again, Ross. This is nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> I've got another question. I've got another question. No, you're right. <laughs> Uh, but good effort though Liam your first attempt you went to to the dying end but Bono has snatched a win from your grasp so uh, Bono it it went better than I thought from the first question I was like this is going to be an absolute disaster so very happy to take it to a tie break yeah I like it I like it good head to head there Bono Uh, thoughts on that one yeah I just want to yeah I just want to thank everybody Um, yeah um, Colorado Rockies tip my hat to them my hat for them, them, and um, yeah, just yeah, great to see everybody again. See you all next week, or not? Um, so yeah, man, it's good. I, I, it feels more like a draw, to be honest, isn't it? That was really good fun. I like that. Yeah. We should do like an hour-long strike. Well, maybe one day, if if it's people want to see it, we could do a massive like live strike and get everyone involved. Maybe the end of season, we could do a massive one. So um, yeah, stay tuned, ladies and gentlemen. I'll, I'll see what I can do and get some really good questions. Maybe we can do one day. I'd love to do a, like an in-person live. Maybe go to find a pub, Greyhound or somewhere. Let's and, do it. Like, yeah, film it. Gold jacket it on. Person. Gold jacket, boom. Yeah. So, yeah I'll maybe tell you what, let's, let's, speak to, let's speak to Mark. We'll speak to Mark and Marcus at the club and we'll book this at Bobby Robson Lounge. And we'll get free drinks for everybody that the Game Changer boys can pay for. Um, obviously, non-alcoholic um, options must be available for drivers and other people. And, um, yeah, let's let's do that. And you, you can have you, Ross, as like a – no, Alex, actually, because he's new, as like a roving reporter. You know, they do it with Seb, the young lad. It's like, Seb, yeah. Seb, can you go to the back of the room, please? Um, yeah, <laughs> get, get you doing that, like a mic on a boom, like a boom mic, like that. Now watch the space. We shall see what we can do. So there we go. Uh, let's talk then about March then, boys. We've got one, two, three, four, five games in the, the month of March. And uh, we're going to, I want your predictions for that. Um, obviously, that's the title of this podcast, predictions for March fixtures. I'm going to bring them up. We've got uh, some big away games, uh, of course, starting with Plymouth. We'll get on to that later to do a, a bigger preview on that. That's first up. Then Bristol City at home on a Tuesday night. Then Cardiff away, so another long trip there. Then Sheffield Wednesday at home before the international break. And of course, we've got the international break. And then we've got Blackburn away on Good Friday. And obviously, 
We found out we're going to be on Sky once again. Uh, that's now changed to a 5.30 kickoff. The Southampton game has been changed to a 5.30 kickoff. Um, I think I'm going to get the stat up in a bit, but how many games have had on Sky? There is a stat somewhere, I'll find it. But um, let's start with your predictions, boys. Uh, we've got 15 points up for grabs. Get involved in the comments, ladies and gentlemen. Let us know how many do you reckon Town can get. Um, I think Charlie actually started the podcast. He actually did all the his results. I'll try to find them. Um, but yours, first of all, Liam, what's, what's your prediction for each of these five games? Oh, man. Um, oh, I'd love it to be 15 points. I think it's probably going to be 12. I feel like Plymouth always find a way to beat us. So um, I'm going to go with... No, I'm going to be positive. Screw it. Let's do it. It's going to be 3-1 town at Plymouth away. Then we're going to rumble into Bristol City at home. And we're going to make that another 3-1 win. Cardiff away, 3-2. Wednesday at home, 5-1. Oh, it's the same margin, though. Blackburn away, (laughs) 2-1. We're going to win all all the games. It's going to be 15 points. We're going to win the league. Up the town. Um, Thanks a lot, everybody. We'll see you next week. Let's quickly bring up. Uh, so, Charlie's gone 3 2. So, goals uh, win there. 3 1 against Bristol City. 3 uh, 2, by the way, against Plymouth. Then for the, for the listeners, 2 uh, 1 against Cardiff. 3 1 against Sheffield Wednesday. And 2 1 against Blackburn. So, he's gone 15 out of 15. <laughs> Where's your uh, Char- Charlie? Where's your faith in the in the in the defence? No clean sheets. Come on! Oh no! Yeah, a lot of people though. Maddie, good old Maddie's gone. We're gonna get fifteen from fifteen. Mark my words. Andy's gone. Win, draw, win, win, draw. So that is a win against Plymouth, a draw against Bristol City, a win against Cardiff, a win against Sheffield Wednesday, and a draw against Blackburn at Ewood Park. Charlie's gone fifteen, as we already mentioned. Uh, David's gone sixteen games. This season on Sky. So thanks, David, for that stat. There we go. I was about to find that. Really, sixteen yeah. game? What? No. Yeah, madness. I don't bring him up, actually. And we games. still get Don Goodman. I <laughs> know. Oh, yeah, sixteen in total. So Rotherham, uh, Sunderland at home away. Sorry, to start the season. Rotherham away, West Brom away, Millwall at home, Watford away, Norwich at home, Leeds away, Leicester at home, Sunderland at home, Leicester away, West Brom at home, Millwall away, and obviously. The next uh, two games, uh, Bristol City's game is on Sky as well. <laughs> and of course, Cardiff's on Sky. So uh, coming up, so it's Town Sky, pretty much in it. Um, they love us. They do, they do. Uh, Charlie's response to you, Bonner, by the way, so I get yours. He's got, Itchwich don't do clean sheets, which is true. We only got one clean sheet in the month of February. So uh, I'd like to see some more clean sheets, but we'll shall see. But Bono, what's your... Predictions, your, your score ones as well for the month for March in terms of fixtures. Some very interesting toys here. You want scores as well? Yes, why not? Okay. Um, 2 1 against Plymouth. Um, we're going to beat Bristol City. Uh, Bristol City were really good against Southampton, but they were at home and Southampton who had um, Will Smallbone playing in central defensive midfielder. He's got a funny, he does have a funny name. Um, <laughs> we'll beat them 1-0. <laughs> Will Smallbone, come on, you got to laugh. Cardiff away, I reckon we'll draw that one. 
Sheffield Weds, oh man, we're going to give them a damn good thrashing, 4-0. And Blackburn, I think we'll lose at Blackburn. I think we'll lose 1-0 and it'll be like, oh my God, we lost. Um, <laughs> we <have fallen> off. <laughs> yeah. So what was Halad Key in goal? Um, bring back Fridge um, and other ridiculous, you know, all opinions are valid, but they're not all equal, remember, folks. Um, yeah, so what did I say? I think 10 points. Yeah, 10 points. Three wins, one draw, one unfortunate loss. It's the Southampton noise, Watford, Mills, Blocker Games. Yes. Yeah, agree. Also, Crackers now, are you, Cracknell? Eh? Jacobs, Andy Jacobs, Crackers, Cracknell. Um, yeah. Other, other Crackers available. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's true. It doesn't matter, probably. Did you know at at Christmas there was a shortage of crackers? Did anybody else struggle to get crackers? Yeah, there was. Yeah, we had to settle for rice cakes. Maybe it was like a mid-Suffolk slash Gipping Valley thing. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I was listening, Bono, but what is your... They weren't. They weren't. Uh, Ten. 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 Ten points. Ten points. points. Which, which, you know what? I mean, I'm, I'm an eternal optimist, but I'm... I try to be realistic. I know what this town team are like. One minute they're they're brilliant, and then the next minute, I mean, who did anybody predict we would nearly get beaten by Rotherham, play absolutely awfully for sixty percent of the game, and be dead on our asses at the end? No, everybody I know was like four nil, five nil. We're going to break the scoring record, etc. Which is fine because we play, we are that good. It makes us think like that. It's not like we're plucking opinions out of like the atmosphere. Um. The great leagues are going to, yeah, yeah, that's true. Charlie. And Leicester are coming in now, though, aren't they? Yeah, that's a good comment from Charlie. You know, Leeds are unbelievable form. Southampton have got their little blip, haven't they? They may come back in form as well. But Leicester, they're, they're getting involved in this now, this top two battle. That at first they were, you know, running away with the title, but now they've been dragged into it. That's another little discussion we can have here, boys. What, 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 how are you feeling about it? Still all to play for, isn't it? I think Leicester, well, Leeds are always up for a big game. Um, and the Leicester-Leeds game highlighted the issue with both, well, with Leicester really, that they don't take their chances, they tail off at the end of the game, and as soon as Leeds got the equaliser, it was like, well, they're going to win this, aren't they? Didn't think it'd be 3-1, but did think they were going to win. Um, they're relentless, so I, I feel Southampton have possibly peaked at the wrong time, um, but I don't think we can write them off, even though they're five points behind us. I think Leeds are possibly going to win the league, um, but I feel like, even though I said that we were going to win the league earlier, but you know, um, I think we've got a chance of. I do think we've still got a good chance of the autos, but it will be it's between us and us, Leeds and Leicester. Um, but I agree with yeah what what Andy said that that block of games, Saints Norwich Watford, the Norwich game terrifies me to be honest because we've still got that hoodoo um, that we haven't shaken off. Um, so I feel like that. It, I would hate it if that game was um, to prove significant in our mm. um, autos or playoffs scenario. But hey, what a lovely chat to be having, you know. Would have been happy with top 10. That would have been punching. But, you know, to even be here at this stage is phenomenal. I remember this time last year, boys, we were in League One thinking we may not even get top two at this stage because <laughs> of the, the drop-off. Obviously, I think we just about started getting into that unbelievable winning run. But obviously, we had the the Bristol Rovers game on Valentine's night, which was dreadful. And then we went on that unbelievable winning run. But now one year later on a leap day, we're talking about 
top two and potentially going back to the Premier League. But um, we won't get too carried away, obviously. Uh, Andy's gone. Forget Leicester. They'll win the league. Easy. Not interested in them. But I don't know, Andy. They're coming into this now. But, you know, we don't want to get too carried away. But Bono, any more thoughts on that? Um, David here's gone. Saints, Leicester will drop more points, which they've still got to play each other, haven't they? There's a few teams who have got still got to play big ones. Obviously, we've got a few big games, as Liam said. We've still got Norwich to play. And, you know, of course, we've got to play Southampton on Easter Monday. But, yeah, some interesting Saints games. Saints leads the last game of the season, isn't it? They play each nah. other, like, which could be big huge, game. potentially. So, yeah. I think, yeah, did, did you already say that Lee that Leicester are playing Southampton, I think, in a few weeks' time and that Leicester, that game is going to have to be rearranged because Leicester are through to the next round of the Cup? I'm sure I read that. I'm probably wrong. I usually am. But no, I, was just, I just looked at the results from last year. So in between the end of Feb and the beginning of March last year, we had just beaten... Milton Keynes Football Club. I'm not going to call them their proper name. I refuse to. I am, yeah. Um, we'd beaten them 1-0 away. And uh, that was a game, again, that we were like, oh, Milton Keynes away. We're taking more than them type thing. And then we, the first game of the weekend of March 2023, we beat Burton Albion 4-0. And that, I think that was kind of, yeah, that was the second game of that run, wasn't it? Look, I'm feeling positive. I agree absolutely with, 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 with Liam that... The top two is there to play for. Um, yeah, Leicester having a Leicester kind of they're playing well, but they're not they're not as imperious as they were at the start of the season. Like Liam said, Southampton have maybe peaked. I think they've got quite a few injuries, and I, I mentioned Will Smallbone because a yeah he's got a funny name. B I signed him on Football Manager on loan. I think. I think he used to play for AC Milan or something like that. Anyway, that we can fact check that. Go on, Ross. Go on. Or he did on Football Manager anyway. Um, they're playing him in, in defensive midfield and he's getting ripped apart. And his stats are... He alone spelled Stoke last season. That's all he's done. He's been at Southampton since. Whatever. So. Has he? Okay. I, it, it must be in an alternate Bono universe that Will Smallbone played for AC Milan. Can't believe that's what Bono thought he played for AC Milan. Um, anyway... Um, yeah, no, he's like got the worst defensive midfield stats of any midfielder in the championship ever. It was like that bad, apparently. Um, and yeah, but yeah, just seeing Russell Martin on TV last night being all salty after their loss. Saints still have us, Hull and Leicester away. Dave Bergen, that's a damn good point, my friend. Um, but yeah, I just want to see Russell Martin be a little bit salty because it was absolutely hilarious. The um, the, they journalists that ask questions at the end of the game on TV. They're not yeah. presenters. They're not summarizers. They're not they're reporters. Are they? Reporters. Report, reporters. Mm. The reporter who she sounded lovely was just asking him questions, and he went all went all like, and yeah, I thought, come on, mate. Anyway, another tangent from me. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. Uh, but no, nah, it's it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun, and you, you know, enjoy it. And obviously, it's the golden ticket to be at Portland Road away games. Obviously, we're selling out that, and um, obviously, we're heading to to Plymouth this weekend, boys. A long trip to home park, Devon, a uh, lovely part of the world, but just so far. It's the Steve Wallace Derby, and of course, part of the KOA posse. Uh, he, I'll be meeting him down there. Can't wait to meet, uh, catch up with you, Steve. But uh, shout out, shout out, Steve. Yeah, Charles, Steve. Um, but you already asked your, you know, said your predictions. Obviously, we've got some big news today from Kieran McKenna from the press conference, and it's some bad news on the injury front. Nathan Broadhead, Wes Burns, Connor Chaplin, 
could be light fitness test for him. But yeah, Wes Burns, Nathan Broadhead, Liam, not going to be about for potentially until next weekend. They're going to be missing Plymouth and Bristol City. Yeah, I feel we've got a good depth in the squad at the minute. Um, and obviously, we talked about starters and finishes earlier. Obviously, that that element suffers slightly. Um, but I'm not overly concerned. Obviously, it's unfortunate that Brody's hit a rich reign of form and, and, and Wes is, well, equally, they're both, you know, firing on all cylinders. Now we've got three Welshies in the side. But um, I think it's okay. You know, we've got the depth. Um, we've got every player who's more than capable and bought into the way we play. So, yeah, not ideal, but rest up, lads. We'll see you next week. Yeah, hopefully. Um, and yeah, Chaplin is another one. It could be, as I said, a late fitness test. Um, yeah, Bono, it's good that we've got that squad depth now, but when you, these sort of injuries start getting up and up, you're like, oh, maybe our squad depth isn't as strong as it could be. But um, yeah, disappointing. Uh, Andy Crack has gone Harness and Hutchison to replace Broadhead and Burns, which are not bad replacements. Uh, now Hutchison, player of the month. Harness has done really well when he's come on and when he started games as well. Yeah, I mean, McKenna made a really good interest, well, a really good and interesting point in the press conference today that he said, look, we've got players that are fit, ready, and um, mentally prepared for how we play. So, yeah, not, not all injuries are, are physical, clearly. Um, and, yeah, obviously there's a doubt on Chaplin. I think he's only trained, what, half a day this week or something like that. You've got, you've got Burns, you've got Broadbean, Broadband, um, Broadhead. Um, Who's who's not available? But yeah, you got the likes of Clutchinson, um, Harness, um, Sarmiento. Um, little known fact: Ali Al Hamadi. Oh, nearly did a U Ross. Uh, Ali Al Hamadi um, can play wide as well. And don't forget Caden Jackson. He's still there. He can do a job. Um, and Jack Taylor. I think I've seen. There's been an update on Jack Taylor. He's I've been back training, could potentially travel to Plymouth, so that could be another option as well on the bench. Yeah, I think I, I think we've got this, but Plymouth it sounds a bit arrogant to say Plymouth always raised their game against us. The last couple of years we've had some right old good battles with them. They're 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 a good side, um, especially against us, no doubt. Shawnee, yeah, Luca could do a job. Definitely. I see he's been around the foundation this week, making himself useful, which is good. But he's, 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 a, he's a lovely fella. I asked him how to pronounce his name when I met him. Very nice guy. And um, yeah, yeah, I think we've, yeah, we're going to be all right. We can't, like Liam said, we've got, we've got a squad of 25 players, haven't we? So it'll be a fine. I saw a video doing the rounds of um, Morgan Whitaker absolutely blashing in goals from the edge of the box. Like, I feel like Plymouth always score absolute worldies against us or goals that appear like worldies and then are slight deflections. Um, but, you know, fortunes have to change at some point. So, yeah, we've got the right players to do a job. Yeah, bring it on. Bring it on. Um, if you're going to the game, ladies and gentlemen, enjoy safe travels. If not, follow coverage with us as always. Um, but yeah, we're getting to literally hour of this podcast now. I want to give a shout out to David, who um, has been getting in the chat throughout the pod. And he said um, he came over from Ireland last Saturday for the Birmingham game. So I hope you enjoyed that all the way from Ireland. Uh, which part of Ireland? Um, let us know, David, as we end the show. But any other business from you two? Liam, solid debut, my friend. That was your one word for February. And I think it was a solid debut. Uh, yeah. Any other business from you? Anything you want to mention? 
I think I was just manifesting what I what I wanted to give, what I wanted to bring to this this Leap Day pod. Um, nothing special. It's been lovely. Thanks for having me, chaps. Um, great company as always, and and everyone in in the chat as well. So maybe we'll do it do it uh, before the next Leap Year Leap Day. Yeah, no, I'm sure we'll get you on. <laughs> Four years is a long time, uh, but now get you on, my friend. Do not worry. Uh, David said Dublin. Love, love, love Dublin. Beautiful city, beautiful city. Um, and Liam, by the way, you're looking very good in your hoodie, the green. How, what do you, uh, how do you explain that? What's, what's the word? Luminous? Very, I don't know. Luminous. Flu- neon? Neon? It's like fluo, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. The old travel wear. Yeah. Man, I was waiting for so long for this to come into the store. Kept <laughs> tweeting the club shop, being like, when are you going to have these hoodies? I, need <laughs> <one."> <laughs> I must have one. Yeah, I simply must. I like um, it. Yeah, thanks, sir. I, I I don't look as good as the players, but it was like in the summer when like it was just West Burns getting in his in his shorts and just having a great time, headphones on. I was like, I need that look. Um, but sh- also, I'm wearing shorts and headphones. Uh, you know, not in view. I like yeah. it. I like it. I like it. Love that, my friend. Uh, yeah, David. Again, enjoyed very much. And Warwick Long. Who um is a long time listener. I think he's been he's come an adapted town fan. I remember he wasn't really into Idris Town. I think he just stumbled upon Kings of Anger and he's actually watching from Australia. So shout out to you, my friend. David also said it was my third time over it in a year. So that's great. Good to see. Abono. Yes. We may, can I give a shout out to Daryl from Jacksonville, Florida, who the King of the North, the venerated John Watson and Ben Diath. We got talking to him in the um, in the beer garden, Le Beer Jardin of the Greyhound on Saturday. And he's a season ticket holder and he's been to 10 games already. 10 games. He lives in bloody Florida, man. <laughs> yeah. I've barely got to 10 and I live 10 miles away from the bloody place. I keep saying bloody. Very sorry about that, guys. Um, but yeah, no, just shout out. Yeah, just. Yeah, well, to be fair, this. we've got our listeners are well wide. So um, yeah, shout out to everyone who's listening from abroad. I know we've got a few Cowway Posse members. <clears throat> so we've got James all the way from New York. Always good. New York, New York. So good they named New it York, twice. Yeah. Whereabouts in Australia is Warwick? Yeah, that's no worry because we wrap up the show. Maddie's also gone great show as always, lads. So shout out to you, Maddie. Keep up. Her game two was a very success um, for Birmingham. Also, the women's team are playing uh, in Plymouth on Sunday as well. So I'm going to be staying there for the whole weekend, ladies and gentlemen. Stand there, going on the Friday, coming home on the Sunday, covering wow. both games. It should be a good time in Devon. I'm going to yeah. go down and explore. I am going to go to that lighthouse thing. It's probably a proper name for it, but <laughs> I don't know what it's are you, what's um... called. Are you getting the train? Yeah, get the train. Get the train down on Friday. Yeah. Where does that go out? Paddington. Yeah, Paddington. Yeah, Paddington. So hopefully all good. Um, Pack your swimmers. There's a good Lido down there. Yeah. Shepparton, which is north of Melbourne. Excellent. My my, I have family in Australia, and they like they like Aussie rules. And um, I have got it's upstairs. I won't go get it. They've given me an Essendon Bombers scarf, which is black and red, and their club badge. Is literally a bomber jet, which I just think is really cool. I don't think it'll work anywhere else, but it works for Aussie rules, which is really good. The women's Aussie rules as well is like thunderous. So, yeah, yeah. there you go. Whoever thought we'd be talking about Aussie rules? I wonder what Mark Heath and Stuart Watson think about 
Aussie rules football. I like it when they like hit the ball with their hand like that. Yeah. And their short shorts and yeah. their mullets. Kelly's basically gone, Australia scares the shit out of me. Uh, you see big spiders. Big, big spiders. spiders. Big snakes. That's actually, they can kill you. Can't they? they can kill you. So yeah. anything that can kill you, that can just bite you and you're dead. So it's like, the, the people can as well. <laughs> there was a, there was a great photo on uh, Chapa's Instagram, I think, for his birthday, and it was one where it's like, yeah, it's like where's looking terrified under this massive spider on the ball, and Mass looking as cool as you like because he's used to the massive beasties from down under. He's like, yeah, no worries. <laughs> Somebody's <laughs> watching from Nashville. Love that. Oh my, Graham, wow. Graham Hodges, hey, Graham. big shout out to you, Graham, as we wrap up the show. It's great to, as I said, it's great to hear from all our listeners worldwide. What's from, the weirdest yeah. place somebody's watching from? I want somebody like... There is, we have got stats, and there is some random ones. I think there was one... They, they must be VPN stats, though. I'm not being funny. I don't, so... I don't know. So people are maybe, maybe that's where they're on holiday or something like that. Um, but get in contact. Uh, King of <clears throat> Anglia on all the socials. Shout out to, shout out to Vlad in Siberia. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just having a little look quickly now from the recent pods. Malaysia, Singapore, Kenya. I've got seven from Kenya, apparently. Six from Guitar, um, Cape Verde, five from Cape Verde, um, St. Lucia, four, Bulgaria, three. That's got to be JD's relatives. Maybe, yeah, potentially. Yeah. Uh, Lithuania, touch. one. Panama, got one from Panama. Macedonia. Uh, nice. Huge name. Boyfriend. Absolutely. Na- Ross, who was the Ipswich Town player from Macedonia? Vlice Shimolakoski. <laughs> Is that close? Is that close enough? That's, mate, that's an awesome try. It's fine, it's fine. And uh, we've got a big listener from Needham Market, and that is Andy Crackers Cracknell. So big shout out to you, Andy. Needham Market uh, High Street. Yeah. Eric Clacton. Eric Clacton. <laughs> Eric Clacton from Clacton. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Of course, Callie is from listening from Coventry. Big shout out to Callie from Coventry. Uh, but yeah, we've got a bit of a tangent here to end the pod, but it's been great. Um, it's my fault. That's, Sorry. It's my I fault. like it. I like Sorry. it. Um, but no, get in contact. Kings of Anglia, let us know where you're listening from uh, as a live podcast, as, a, as an audio podcast. Let us know. But yeah, Liam Bono, thanks so much for joining me. Thanks everyone for tuning in as well. It's been one hell of a show once again. Really enjoyed it. Um, as I said, next week we'll be back on a Thursday. Uh, it's a Thursday. And then we're going to be switching to a Friday, as I said at the start of the podcast. I was going to move to a Friday, but then I realised I'm going to Plymouth on a Friday and Cardiff on a Friday, back-to-back weeks. So, uh, so yeah, hope you've enjoyed. Uh, as always, support our sponsors, Manscaped. Use the code KOA to get 20% off and free delivery. Follow us on all socials, on Kings of Angle, on Twitter, on the Instagram, on the YouTube, on the Facebook, and also on TikTok. And uh, we've got some, if you're watching on video, you can see this on audio. We've got Octopus and we've got Christian Walken in a towel shirt, which is a perfect way to end the podcast. Um, thanks again for listening and we're back next time for Kings of Anglia Fan Social bye for now bye